Welcome to the Rugged Possible Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we have conversations about some of the biggest topics and challenges facing Christianity today. My desire is that you use these conversations to spark one of your own with somebody else, creating an atmosphere of openness and change that can all start through a conversation. For more information on the Rugged Gospel, visit us on our website at ruggedgospel.com and follow us on our social media at the Rugged Gospel. And with that, here's this week's episode. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rugged Gospel. Today we're going to be talking about being thankful. Uh, we're going to be going over a story that some of you might remember, some of you might not. Uh, but before we get into it, I just want to thank you all for everything that you've done for the podcast up to this day, for listening, downloading, subscribing, all of that good stuff. Um, it really does help out. It really uh, helps us reach more people. Also, I know that we've been away for a little while, uh, a, a small little break I took from the podcast. I just had some uh, changes with work and a couple other things that had come up. So um, I had to take a couple uh, some time off, but I am back. We're going to be having a couple guests on as well. So just stay on the lookout for that um, again. Thank you guys for always listening. If you haven't done so yet, please go and subscribe to the podcast. Um, also to our Spanish podcast um, that will be dropping an episode as well. Now let's get into the podcast. Um, so the title for today, Thanksgiving and the 10th Leper, right? Um, I know it's a little bit of a weird um, title, especially for this week when we are going to have um, Thanksgiving, right? So we're going to get into a story in Leviticus today, and it's going to be in Leviticus thirteen seventeen, And it says, the priest is to examine them. And if the sores have turned white, the priest shall pronounce the affected person clean, then they will be clean. So picture this, 10 guys are really, really sick, right? Um, they are not wearing, you know, little surgical masks like we do. Um, they have to shout unclean everywhere they go. And that's everywhere. They have to announce that they are there because they are unclean and nobody can come close to them. Um, they have to live outside of the city and everyone is pretty much scared to associate themselves with them. And this was the reality for 10 particular lepers in a historical account documented in Luke 17. So I'm going to read up Luke 17 uh, starting from verse 11, as he says, On his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. As they went, they were lent. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at the at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten clean? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. And today I wanted to talk about these ten men, these ten lepers. I mean, when they when they see Jesus, they beg for pity from that distance, right? Like I said, 
and they were really afraid to get close to anyone. But Jesus told them to go show themselves to the priest, which is what people with leprosy were supposed to do if they were healed from a disease in order to be like reinstated into the community and be clean, right? And they do so. As you might expect from Jesus, they were all healed, right? As we just read. And here's where I feel like it gets interesting and kind of instructive. Um, one of the ten comes back and thanks Jesus. I'm sure they were all grateful, but only one returned to Jesus, right? And why? I feel like a lot of the times when we get our miracles, when we get what we wanted, when we get what we were asking God for, right? What tends to happen is we just move on, right? We say, yeah, thank you, Jesus. And then we're back asking for something else. But I wanted to really get into three points with this story. And the first one is they got what they came for, right? First of all, because the other nine already got what they wanted from Jesus, right? They were sick. They wanted to be healed. He healed them. Done. Thank you, Jesus. Let's move on. Um, these guys thought too small. Their ass was so tiny, which was make me feel better, Jesus. That's all. Um, they didn't realize all that Jesus could offer them. And he didn't really come to heal the sick. He came to put an end to death, right? But they weren't seeking that, right? They were just seeking the make me feel better, not the, hey, I can have eternal life. I can have you know, more than just being healed, right? Many times I feel like we focus on getting healed. We focus on the things that we need, the things that we want. Um, and we don't see further than that. God offers a lot more than just healing the sick. Second point is all the world could offer, right? So secondly, they were too busy looking towards what was next to look backwards and give real thanks to God. They wanted to be back in the very society, right, that had rejected them. They were so, you know, just ready to go back to their old lives, right? This was their chance to get into the party that they had not been invited for so long. These guys didn't want to go back to Jesus. They wanted to get all the world could offer them, right, to go back and, and do their thing. Um, and all that they had been denied while they were in the wilderness, while they were sick, or they were, you know, outcasted from, from society, really, and from everybody. And I get it. I mean, you know, we, we all want to be part of something. We all don't want to be just, you know, stuck in a place where we can't talk to anybody or do anything, right? Because we're sick and, and we're unclean. So I understand it. But there had been things I prayed for for a long time that we all pray for for a long time, right? A good job, faithful ministry. Um, you know, healthy kids when they come, a great wife, and so many more things, right? A, a good place to live, a house. You can add whatever it is, you know, for you. But when Jesus answers, like, those prayers, we tend to move on to the next thing, like I said earlier. Usually, you know, during that, like, we don't want to fall on our face before God, like, the one that came back, right? Most days, we're just, like, those nine ungrateful lepers, right? that we just say a quick thanks and we just move on. And the last point that I wanted to make was that this was more that they could dream of, right? The 10th leper came back 
loudly. It says, praising God. And Jesus said that his faith had made him well, right? And we see that in Luke 17, 15 through 19. Um, I believe that the 10th leper got what the other nine did not, right? And what probably nine out of 10 people today don't get. I wasn't about the temporary healing, meaning like for this life only. Um, it was about finding the one who had the power over life and death, right? While the other nine were enjoying, someone enjoying their new temporary life, right? Of limited health. Um, he sought out the one who offers life forever in paradise. Uh, we think so small when it comes to Jesus. We ask him for marriage instead of a heart that desires, you know, a healthy relationship with someone who loves him dearly and who will cherish us. We ask him for a job instead of the ability to honor him with the way that we steward every dollar he entrusts us with. Um, we ask things instead of asking for him because we don't fully know what we're missing. We don't understand what he has done for us and what he can do for us, right? So this story, I just wanted to quickly just share these points with you because I think it's so important that we are thankful, right? And, and during this Thanksgiving, I would encourage you to reflect on all that Jesus had to, has done for you up to this point. Spend some time, some extended time thanking God, thanking Jesus for all that he's done in your life. He has done so much for each and every one of us. I know we all have something to be thankful for. And as you know, this time approaches of Thanksgiving, I really do encourage you to just give him thanks, right? Before anything else, before the turkey, the mashed potatoes, you know, the corn, the stuffing, the ham the, and the list goes on for us latinos you know the tamales or whatever else we're gonna make be thankful to god for everything including family right and lastly i just wanted to share a, a quick um word with you all as well um just a quick verse here and i mean i feel like thankfulness we see it a lot of times at something small but if we see in second timothy 3 too. And I was listening to another podcast, right, uh, with my good friend, uh, Nathan French, and he mentioned this verse, and I wanted to mention it here as well, because I think it's so important. It says, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, and ready for the next one, ungrateful, right? Ungrateful. And when I was thinking to myself, when I was listening to this, I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like a lot of the times we don't see this as a sin. Like, it's put next to lovers of money, lovers of themselves, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to the parents, unholy. Like, it's it, it's put next to these pretty crazy things, like sins, really. So, just reading this, I was like, being ungrateful is a sin. And I, I was kind of like, just kind of mind blown that, you know, many times we don't see ungratefulness as a sin. So again, I encourage you to be thankful, not only to be thankful for what God has done for you. And, you know, uh, I know you have a whole list of things, but also because you don't want to sin. Um, you don't want to be ungrateful because it's also a sin. Um, and we see many, many, many different texts in the Bible that talk about thankfulness, right? 
Thessalonians 5.18, it says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Um, Psalms 104, many of you guys know this one, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. Colossians 4.2 says, Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Right? Philippians 4.6 do not be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. So, and the list goes on. We can keep going with all the different um, the verses in the Bible that talk about being thankful. So, this Thanksgiving, be thankful for everything that God has done for you and everything that he will keep doing for you. And if you don't know why you should be thankful to him, let's talk. Send send me a DM on the podcast or on my personal one. And we can definitely talk more about why you should be thankful to God. And with this, happy Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you for listening once again. And we'll see you on the next one. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Rugged Gospel. I want to thank you all so much for all the stars and reviews and all your support this far. If you haven't, please leave us a review and a rating which helps the podcast grow and be more visible to people. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all announcements and please comment. We'd love to hear from you. And lastly, we're so excited to announce that we are now on YouTube. Please go and subscribe to the channel. The link will be listed below. Thank you all again and we'll see you on another episode of The Broken Gospel.